0: Hello, baddies and laddies, and welcome to the Princess Pear Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing actually really good, doing great, living my best life. Um, I just made my family, I almost said my dinner family, (laughs) I made my family dinner today, so that's always a little bit tiring. I feel like I spent most of the day cooking which just gives me like a better appreciation for my parents who do it like all the time uh and make like more elaborate meals i just i get so tired after doing a whole meal that i think i'm not even hungry afterwards which defeats the entire point of cooking if i can't even eat it after because i'm not hungry and i'm too tired (sighs) um yeah today I wanted to have a little chit-chat with you guys about self-confidence because I think this is a topic I've tried to record a couple times, but it never really works out. And I think it's just because my platform is growing, I think that this is a great topic to talk about, especially because um, I... I openly, I think, struggle quite a bit with self-confidence at times. And I think because of that struggle, I've learned how to... I don't know if I would say control or I've learned a lot about myself through that. And I think that's always important to talk about your struggles and what you've learned from it. So, yeah. And I think that self-confidence is such like a wide issue because i feel like a lot of it isn't on the outside as much as we focus on mm-hmm. self-confidence on the outside i think that internally the way that like we think our minds works the way that our personalities are the way that we like handle certain situ- situations the way that we speak a lot of those things can also bring up a lot of uh, insecurities and I think that's really what I've noticed that I have a hard time talking about usually mm-hmm. because I feel like it's more common for you to hear people talk about how they're feeling insecure on the outside or how they feel ugly that day or feel all of these emotions on the way they look on the outside. I think that when I've tried kind of talking about like, thinking how annoying are things like more than that, thinking that like my brain doesn't work in the correct way. I think that that's a lot harder because we aren't really seeing any like um, popular people really talking about that. I think that, and there's nothing against that. I just think that we talk so much as society, society, society about the way that we look on the outside and loving that. It's also hard to love like the person on the inside as well. And I think that whenever I think they really go hand in hand because whenever I'm kind of looking at myself in the mirror, uh, and none of these things are real. All of these like examples I'm saying are things that I have thought at one time, but that doesn't mean that they're they're real and that doesn't mean that they're actual facts of life. They are actual emotions I felt thought that's important to put out. Like I don't avidly believe these things, but I do avidly struggle with believe I, I avidly struggle with thinking these things sometimes. So like I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, wow, like, oh, you really look like that. How could anyone ever love you? And it's like, what? Like, why would I say that to myself? I would never say that to anyone else and that no one would ever say that to me. And it's just so much harder when I'm saying it to myself. So I've taken up the habit of when I say things, even in my head, I make myself say three nice things out myself. So I do look crazy in, like, Panera bathrooms, when in my head I'm like, oh, you look so bloated right now. And then outwardly I'm like, no, you are beautiful. You ate bread, so, and you enjoyed that bread. So maybe a little bit bloated right now, but you're enjoying life, you're healthy, I have to, like, say these things outwardly. So I think it is embarrassing when there's, like, people around me. But I find a way to say it and it, like, actually works. I think we, these, like, very kind of basic things we often skip over on our journey of self-love or anything like that. But it's actually, it's actually been really helpful. So that's one way I've learned to do those things. Or, or like, when I'm hanging out with people and I'm thinking to myself, because I get get so caught up in my head. I'm like, oh, nobody, like, actually wants to be around you. They're all faking it. And it's like, yeah, but why would anyone do that? Why would anyone fake being my friend for 10 years? Like, what are they going to get out of this, you know? There's nothing that I can give them that they're like feeding off of so i think it's important to balance these thoughts against reality because my friends will text me entire paragraphs about how much they love me and in my head i'll be like oh they're faking it like they actually only want you for this but like there it doesn't make sense it actually when i say these things out loud i realize how like strange it sounds and realize how like, not real and fake and made up, it sounds, because that's exactly what it is. It's these negative thoughts in my head that I'm letting, like, shape how I feel about myself, which is so crazy sometimes. And I think that within self-confidence, I think that the biggest thing is to realize that other people are also struggling with it because I've also had my ups and downs with this when I'm feeling super cute some days I may not act super cute (laughs) that's a weird way to describe it but I like I outwardly struggled with this in like eighth grade like I wasn't a good person and that's just so it's hard to even say and it's hard to like reflect on and realize like I was mean like, the things I was saying to people also were sending back them on their, like, self-confidence journey. You know? Like, I would say things. I think I'm making myself sound too mean. Like, I I would say things not thinking about how that they could make somebody feel. And I was so, like, caught up about th- little things that people would say about me and, like, my appearance and things like that and it was so it was so hard to like reflect and be like okay those things I said about people could have like set back their journey so much like people would say the strangest things to me like one time this kid got mad at me (coughs) sorry one time this kid got mad at me and I I really don't remember it was like freshman year and we were in this like field and he was like well that's why you have a lazy eye and I was like, okay, that was rude. But, like, I went in the bathroom and I was like, oh, I do have a lazy eye. And then, like, thinking back on it, I don't? And that was just something rude from this to say, and it didn't come out of any truth. So if it doesn't come out of any truth, what is it? A lie. So there's no reason I should believe that, and I think I was giving... Too much power to like other people's words and i think that's just the best way i had to reflect on it like even if i did have a lazy eye like does that change anything about the way i deserve love the way i deserve respect no none of that changes that doesn't change who i am internally and if i didn't think about it before this random kid freshman year saying it I don't need to focus on it and I don't need to make it something I'm insecure about and I think that that's really big been the biggest thing is when I say things to myself sometimes internally I can pass it off as a lie but when other people say things like to my face or behind my back it's so much easier to believe that even if it is a bold-faced lie even if someone came up to me and said something crazy like let me think hmm. if somebody outwardly swapped it to me and said you have really bad skin i don't have bad skin But I could still make myself believe that because it was somebody's outward opinion as they're currently looking at me. And that was, like, so hard to get over, especially those things. So I think that as someone, as an outside force, don't say dumb things. Like, don't say things about people's appearances. And if you have said something... Like, apologize. It really means more than, like, we give it credit for. A simple apology can really help people on their journey of self-growth and self-love. <laughs> like, one time, this girl, we had, like, some other stuff in our history, but she was like, oh, yeah, like, so-and-so will always, like, she said about me that I'll always be second best, and I was like, oh, wow, wow. Little did she know that that hit exactly on my insecurity. That I'll never be good enough. Like, she didn't know that. She wasn't saying anything to hit that insecurity. She was saying something to be rude. But she had no idea, like, the power that that statement had behind it. So I think at some point, people people are going to be mean. People are going to say dumb things. But at some point, you have to take a step back and realize that what they're saying is a lie and even if it's not a lie does it matter did it need to be said is it changing your life the fact that they told you you had a lazy eye this is all from my experience (laughs) no it's not and it's not right for them to say that but it's also not right for you to give them that much power you have the right to give them that power and you have the right to take away that power that you have once given them. These statements will no longer have power over you. This person who means nothing in the scheme of things will no longer have power over you." I think I just started yelling. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to yell at you. I'm really sorry. (laughs) I just get so passionate sometimes. I just get so angry. I think that along with like inner confidence, I think that something I heard somebody say that didn't really make sense until I kind of tried it out is if you hold yourself with a confidence, people are gonna treat you that way. You know, if you treat people with an era of confidence and you're not self-deprecating and you give people full-hearted compliments, being like, hey, you are beautiful, but you don't go back and be like, oh, you're beautiful, but I'm horrible, you know? The uh, the presence of one person's beauty is in the absence of one's own beauty. That's not a quote I made up. Please don't sue me. It's, I don't know, some. philosophical. <laughs> what? That's some, like, not my quote. Let's just say that. Um... But I think that when you're self-deprecating, you give people almost a power over you. If you are constantly saying, oh, I'll always be second best, I'll never be good enough, I never deserve love, and then somebody says those same things about you, they shouldn't have said those things about me, about you, <laughs> sorry, but they're, you are giving them the power by sharing all of these things that you truly struggle with and all of these things that are truly your deepest insecurities and i've even said before that like the reason in my opinion the reason i say these things is because if i say it about myself it doesn't hurt as much when other people say that about me but also i'm giving them kind of the right to say these things because i've said them about myself which isn't right and doesn't make sense and shouldn't happen but it is, it is true, and I think that growing up was really. I actually had a pretty good uh, grasp on like self confidence, especially when I was younger. And I remember like growing up, I was quite like petite. <laughs> I don't know, like I was always healthy. I never had like an issue with like my body image. I obviously was like a child so I shouldn't have but I know plenty of children that do and I think that like being surrounded by like adults at some point and this wasn't even like anything in my upbringing this was just seeing like adults around me uh, complain about their bodies and be like oh I'm so fat like made it almost feel normal and I remember being like Eight years old and being like, oh, I'm so fat, like to myself in the mirror. And I was like, like now thinking back on it, I was like, really? Like, I was little. Like, I didn't need to be saying those things about myself. And I think that it was important to my journey to like have somewhere to begin and somewhere to connect with that insecurity and now like reflecting on it years later being like that wasn't true even if it was like the start of my journey even if it is not helpful but it even if it is important to have that connection to the insecurity it wasn't helpful in the long run i don't know <laughs> but i think that as as i got older i think that I would have such, like, like, growing up, I, like, I wanted to be known as, like, the weird kid. Like, I would do outwardly weird things, like, to be funny, but also, like, so that people calling me weird, like, didn't hurt as much. Because I took that as, like, my personality. I took, like, people calling me weird as, like, them noticing something about me. And my outrageous personality, especially in middle school. But it also, like, wasn't me. And it was just, like, a shield to hide behind. Because I think when you make one thing super, like, outrageous about yourself, it can be used as, like, a coping mechanism. Not a coping mechanism. Like, a shield almost to hide yourself from those other insecurities. And I think that was really like a start to kind of like a weird stage in my life where I thought that like I had to act like that to get attention because I think growing up I never outwardly would say that I was looking for attention from anyone but I really was because at that stage like my my one best friend was kind of like in the process of having a new best friend, and that really hurt, and of course it of course, it hurt, but I was trying to kind of get attention from anyone I could, so that it was all these people who thought I was, like, funny, you know, I didn't, I didn't expect to make, like, a friend out of it, but it was something at that point, point. and I think even through, like, later years, in middle school, I still used, like, a shield to hide myself, And I think that when I finally got what I wanted, when I finally got the attention for, like, not the right reasons that I wanted in about, like, eighth grade, it felt so good at the moment because I was, like, people finally realized, like, they want to be my friend. Like, they want to date me. Like, they think I'm pretty. So that I made that, like, my, that I made that my shield. I made, like, oh, being pretty, and I'm so dumb. As, like, my shield, which is not me. Like, that shouldn't have been me. That wasn't me. But that was what I used as my single personality trait so that nobody else could attack the other personality traits that weren't as developed. I don't know. And I think that this self-love journey really began for me I think I always would preach self-love to other people but I think I truly began to like fall in love with myself probably a couple years ago completely and I think I I still have my days where I don't like the way that I look I don't like the way that my brain works I don't like the way that I speak things like that but I think that It's so important to be vulnerable and, you know, put out that you are also feeling this way so that other people realize that they're not as alone. Because I think that growing up, I kind of had this thought in the back of my head that I was alone in the way that I felt about myself, which wasn't right and didn't make sense. I just, like I said in my last episode, I was so worried about taking up space when that's exactly. What I was made to do. You know. Everybody's here for a reason. Everyone deserves to take up space. And everyone deserves to have a place here. But. I was, I was able to preach that to other people. But I was. In my own safe space. Having a horribly difficult. Time believing that for myself. That I was allowed to take up space. And I was allowed to be loved. And that sounds so sad to say that I, like, at some point, like, thought that I didn't deserve love, which isn't true. Everybody deserves love. Huh. It's hard to talk about, and I think that's what makes some of these episodes so hard to record and so hard to put out there, because I know that people that know me as a person Are listening to this. I know that people. That raised me. Are listening to this. And it's hard to. Put things out there like that. Which I. I. A hundred percent recommend. Any person. That is like. Struggling with something. I a hundred percent. Recommend. Making a podcast. You don't have to post any of them. But it's such like a therapeutic. Way to get all of your emotions out and talk to someone that's listening even if it's just like your computer uh i don't know if it would work for everybody but it 100 works for me and i i really love it i think that as well within like your self-love and like your confidence uh inward and outward is knowing what kind of triggers you in those things and not as well as not giving it The power. You know what I mean? I know what things kind of restart me on my journey. I know that, like, giving people the opportunity to comment on my body never turns out well. No matter what they say, I, at this point, take it inwardly and think that like that's all I'll ever be, you know. I think that it's something I need to work on and something that's hard right now. I know that for a lot of people it's social media looking at those things and realizing that um or thinking that on social media everything that people post is a hundred percent honest and organic when it's not I don't agree with these pages at all, but plenty of pages will post side by sides of Instagram models before or after like the editing or what they actually look like or the posing. Everything on social media is fake, and it's not right to compare somebody's like fake posed version of their life to your real life that's messy and does not always look like that and isn't always sunny, you know sunny (laughs) it's not always perfect and nobody's life is perfect but we often only show the perfect parts of our lives to end kind of end off this episode i just kind of wanted to uh what (laughs) i kind of wanted to put off like my last Bits of advice or what I've learned in my journey with self-confidence and self-love is that you can't love anybody else before you love yourself. Because especially in relationships, you're giving that other person so much, like, if you're going to be 100% vulnerable with them, you're giving them kind of authority to tell you things about yourself and if you don't have the confidence behind that in any relationship friendship work relationship you know actual dating you're kind of giving them the power when you're vulnerable to say anything about you vulnerability is a hundred percent important and needs to be in any good relationship you need to be vulnerable but i think vulnerability can also be seen as weakness and people who are manipulative or for uh, manipulative on (laughs) on purpose or accidentally you know if someone can be accidentally manipulative it's kind of giving them a space to see your deepest insecurities and use them against you so i think it's okay to have that be an excuse to be like hey i'm not really ready for This relationship right now. I need to learn how to love myself before I can love anybody. And that's a really hard conversation to have with people, but it's a really important one to have with people. I think it's been especially relevant in, for me at least, in the time of COVID, is that I'm kind of having to face myself head on when a lot of the time I'm my own biggest enemy. And without any outside forces telling me who I am, I can have some self discovery and realize who I am, what I stand for, what's important to me, and all those important things. And I think, especially not being anywhere comparing, especially my body to anyone else, I'm able to realize how much I love myself and how much I deserve love without. You know, having that conversation with anyone else and having anyone, you know, kind of laugh at my attempts in self-love, which can be really damaging. And I think that it is really sucky that we have to be away from everyone right now. And I think that that's been especially hard on some people's journey with self-growth and self-love, especially in their, if their safe spaces outside of their home but if you are in a safe space within your home i 100% recommend taking some taking some time off of your phone or away from anybody else that's you know telling you who you are and reading some books reading some poetry writing talking to your friends you know people that you truly trust to be vulnerable with and realize who you are and realize that you are beautiful you are smart you are amazing and you deserve love. And now you say the same thing to me. Tell me I deserve love. <laughs> I'm joking. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week or day or year. Everything. I hope that you continue on with your self love and your self-confidence journey. And if you ever need someone to talk to, my email is always open. Um, I love you, and I hope you're I hope you know how much you're loved and how much I value value you, uh we are actually almost at 200 views. we are, so it's like one I believe right now, which is insane. Thank you guys so much. we were just at hundred views, ooh, maybe a month ago, so I'm feeling really snazzy about this. uh I just feel so loved guys, so thank you for everything and. Uh, now, it should be by the time I post this, I'm going to be on my Instagram, you know, seeing if you guys have any questions for me to answer on another episode. I know last time I posted it, it went a little bit weird. For some reason, the questions weren't working, but they should be working this time. And thank you. Bye-bye.